0: Welcome to Hear Me, the story of Alaska Curtis's untimely death. My name is Detective Finn Denver, and I've been commissioned to solve my first cold case homicide. You're listening to Week 5, The Hunt Begins, the fifth episode in my weekly series. Listeners be advised that this program may contain vile or inappropriate content. We've primarily focused on one event. The death of Alaska Curtis. One of six suspects pressed a knife into Alaska's abdomen, and Alaska died in a concrete, rotting building in the middle of the woods. However, though we've spoken primarily about Alaska's murder, three mysterious events occurred on the same night. One, Alaska was murdered. Two, a suspect by the name of Glory disappeared. And three, a fire started in the woods. It started about 10 yards from the parking lot, from a series of bushes, and spread further and further throughout the forest. If it weren't for the rain, the fire could have destroyed half of Roslyn. A storm swept in and put out the fire before help arrived. Alaska's death, Glory's disappearance, and the fire at least appear to be disconnected. However, it's becoming increasingly obvious that we need to understand each event in order to get a clear timeline of the night. As we've learned, Alaska's brother, Boo, has been running his own podcast. Uh, That program is called Drinking With Ghosts. It's an imitation podcast of my program, just to be clear. Uh, While I was investigating one suspect, Jeremy Goldberg, Boo was also getting busy with his own investigation. Boo posted two connected episodes about looking for an old friend, Glory Johnson. In that Drinking With Ghosts fourth episode, Boo searches for Glory. Then, he finds her. Buried in the soil. And she's alive. The entire episode is quite obviously scripted. Uh, It's faked. Uh, In this bizarre, twisted, horror movie scenario, Glory is unburied, and then she stands up, she walks, she talks, she truly does sound like Lori Johnson. And what she says is bizarre.
1: It could be a little monster in my head and I'd grow like a seed and then that would all happen behind my eyes and it would sprout from my head and I'd hide it in a the hat. There are monsters all around, you can't see them. behind a baking human face. It shouldn't be for the monster. In the ground, not outside.
0: Glory's voice is impossible to keep up with words spill from her mouth in an incoherent stream as we might describe in simple terms as word vomit so was it an actor if that's really glory then where has she been while she was missing for two whole years how did boo actually find her or how did he hide her the week that episode aired glory was returned to her family home driven there and dropped off by Boo. Glory does, in fact, now live with her parents and her younger sister, Ruby. Glory seems to have suffered a a severe stroke, meaning that she does speak incoherently. This case is becoming complicated all at once, so it's about time we take a step back. I asked to take a break from my standard cases at work this week, uh, the the usual tell-me-if-my-spouse-is-cheating cases uh, in order to focus my full attention on Alaska, Glory, and whatever the heck is going on with Boo Curtis. I decided to meet up with every single suspect of Alaska Curtis's murder. That's right, I'm meeting with Joe Magaro, Emma Wooten, Jeremy Goldberg, Bobby York, the newly found Glory Johnson, and the one and only Boo Curtis. These six people were present for all of that solemn night in Stumptown. Of these six people, one plunged a knife into the abdomen of Alaska Curtis. So, that being said, may the hunt begin. Could you state your name for the people who are listening?
1: Joe Magaro. Uh, You can call me Josephine if you want, but most people call me Joe. Ah.
0: Magaro, that sounds European.
1: Italian, actually. Or, as my dad would say, Italian.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Ah, well, enchanté. (laughs) Uh, So, tell me something, Mademoiselle Magaro. You seem like you can pack a punch.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean... (laughs) I guess
0: you could say. That. <laughs> what kind of sports do you do? Yeah, uh, hold on. I'm gonna guess. Let me think. Don't don't tell me, okay? Um, let's see. And looking at the way that you're standing, I'm gonna say. Yes. Okay. I can see it in your eyes. Yeah. Softball.
1: No, no, I never really got into softball.
0: Ah, shoot. <laughs> uh, what what do you play? Oh.
1: Uh, someone I know is walking the Not any good, yeah. Um, you know, I played a lot of uh, lacrosse in in high school.
0: Oh, really?
1: Yeah, um, and I did kickboxing too. Uh, but no, I mean, honestly, uh, I don't really work out, you know, quarantine and everything. Um, aside from the volunteer work I do, which, like, you know, that doesn't really count.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Right. Um, what kind of volunteer work? Oh, I'm, uh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a
1: firefighter. Oh,
0: wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, uh, uh, thank you for your service. I tried to put Joe at ease as best I could before I brought up the issue at hand. All right, first of all, just, you know, let me ask, uh, <laughs> is Boo Curtis's podcast, you know, real?
1: <laughs> real? Real? What do you, what do you mean?
0: Like, did those things that, you know, happen in the woods... Actually, happen or was it?
1: Oh, yeah. Oh my God, it, it was fucking <laughs> terrifying. Like, I jump into fires all the time, and like that whole thing scared the shit out of me. Like me,
0: right? Uh, so you're saying Boop didn't, you know, hand you a script or something like that?
1: <laughs> Boo, <laughs> a script? Oh, oh, that um, that implies that he'd think ahead. I wish he did. <laughs> <laughs> Like I have never, never met someone who just like, improvises being alive as much as Boo Curtis. He's just not good. He's just not. All right,
0: all right. Um, then can you just you know, tell me where you were, at Alaska's birthday party?
1: Oh, um, there, there's something, there's something about that. I didn't feel comfortable talking about it in front of everybody. Um, You heard Boo's podcast, right? I I didn't feel comfortable talking about it, but I was at the greenhouse and I looked into the woods and I saw Emma. um, And she was holding a gun.
0: Okay. And
1: she was walking away from the forest fire. Like, I think she might have started it.
0: And there it is. The first time anyone, this entire time, has even dared to mention the forest fire. Okay. Okay, um, let's, let's backtrack just a little bit, yeah? How about you just tell me everything that you remember about Emma that day? Could you say your name, please? Emma? That's Emma Wooten, right? Yes. All right. Uh, well, you know, you, you don't have to worry. I'm not accusing you of anything. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I kind of... Weird to have a detective, you know, talking to you, kind of asking you questions. So, but I honestly just want to have a casual conversation about that night. You can talk to me like we're friends. You know, uh, just to get some things off your wow. chest.
2: Oh, okay, all right, cool.
0: So, Emma, do you have any hobbies?
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, is this the microphone? Yes. Okay, right. so, my name is Emma you may know me from my skateboarding dvds wtf skateboarding in the 21st century and and also you might know me for being a waiter at the starving artist cafe and gallery inc which which still has halloween decorations up by the way but they're really cute you'll Uh, like that the place you you might know me from is that i'm the emma from the youtube channel rootin asmr which is a relaxation YouTube video channel. Yes, and you uh, if you haven't heard of it, just, uh, you know, like, go into YouTube and in the search, look up Wooten. Also, um, if you've ever seen the car that says Wooten ASMR on it, like, on the license plate, right. that's my car. Um, and, and if you happen to get Newsday, like, the, the, the local news... Um, you should, you should, like, keep an eye out because I think they're actually gonna have an article about me and about my car <coughs> You know
0: what? That's, <laughs> that's actually ASMR. really nice. Um, that's so cool. Uh, let me think. Really. No, yeah. What else? Yes, no, 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 that's, that was, no, that was great. Oh, yeah. yeah. Trying to get your brand out there, I you know, it's, yeah. that's just really great. Yeah, them. yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So, um, let's move on. Oh. oh. Well, how about we get to talk about the case, yeah?
2: Oh, Kinda. okay, sure.
0: Okay. Great. Okay. Great. Um, where were you the night that Alaska died?
2: Okay. Um, so uh, we were at an abandoned building. We were at like that 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 park, like the nature place with the abandoned buildings. Mm-hmm. And then white fireworks went off in the room uh, from like from the floor. They shot out from the floor. Um, so the first thing I did was, like, I crouched down and I covered my ears because it was really loud. Um, and then at some point I, like, crawled out through the window.
0: Right, okay. Um, so that's what happened before everybody split up, yeah? Uh, how about we talk about, okay, uh, what, what happened after the fireworks?
2: Um, so I went into the woods and I texted Alaska. And then me and Alaska were, like, hanging out until we decided to split up and go different ways. Uh, so I went back to the building to get my stuff. Oh. Okay, wait, okay. Um, this is where it gets, like, really dark. Um, so, yeah, I was going back to the building to get my stuff. And then Alaska was, um, against the wall. And he, this is when he was leaving a lot. Um, and then we were there until... The emergency vehicles came.
0: How long was it before you were hanging out with Alaska?
2: Um, probably like five minutes.
0: Five minutes. Okay. And then you were hanging out. Uh, Where were you hanging out?
2: The greenhouse.
0: The greenhouse. Okay. Um. And you two were just hanging out. Were you two friends?
2: You could say that.
0: Uh... What did you and Alaska talk about?
2: Talk, uh, okay. So we didn't really talk. Uh, we had like, uh, kind of like an intimate experience together. Uh, but I don't really want to talk about it that
0: much. <laughs> okay, yeah, I see, yeah, okay. Okay, uh, yeah. Do you smoke, Emma? <clears throat> Cigarettes, weed, anything?
2: No, never. I have this fear that like I'll choke and die. So,
0: okay. No. Uh, do you carry a lighter or matches?
2: You think I started the fire. But No. no. But you said No. You no. even you even said that like, "Oh, we're going to talk." Emma, as no. Friends. I'm, I'm not I'm, like I'm not friend, accusing you of friendly conversation. Emma. But
0: No. This is not talking like I don't, friends.
2: You think I'm a criminal?
0: I don't think that you started the fire. That was a lie. Emma almost definitely started the fire. What I'm thinking is that maybe, you know, someone took the matches from you, right? And then they start the fire. That's that's what I'm trying to get at here. I don't think that you started the fire, okay? So would you have had something like that on you?
2: No. I would get in trouble if I had matches. Because I, I drove there from school. You can't imagine matches at school. Um, and, and you could check the pictures and you can know that I came from school because I was still wearing my school uniform and everything. I'm not lying. I would never have anything like that. I'm not Glory.
0: Glory had matches.
2: Glory has too many lighters. Or Glory had too many lighters. She had, like... Like a lighter collection. And I didn't have that. And I wouldn't have that. And I still don't have that. Glory had a white lighter all the time. I don't even like Kurt Cobain. I think Jimi Hendrix is okay. But I tried to talk to her once. Because she was talking to Boo before. And like back then, talking to people was not easy for me. But I did it. I went through the whole effort of talking to her. But then she asked me if I had a lighter. And I was like, no. And she was like, you can only be my friend if you have a lighter that you bring to school and you, like, panic at the disco. And I was like, oh, yeah? I'm not a psycho, so I don't have a lighter or listen to panic at the disco. <laughs> okay, I didn't I didn't say the last part,
0: but I did think it, and I'm sorry. Joe had taken a photo of the party, uh, Snapchat saved to her phone. Emma's sitting in the corner, staring at Alaska. She's wearing her uniform skirt, shirt tie and a sweater, but that only confirms one small detail in Emma's story.
1: She definitely had a lighter and a gun. I wouldn't forget that.
0: Could you say your name for me? My name is Logan. Uh, And you also go by Jeremy, yes? Yeah. You might remember Jeremy from the previous episode, in which I interviewed him at Yesteryear Park. At that time, he was donning Victorian garb and speaking in a feminine British accent. But today, he was dressed in a colorful letterman jacket and a New York Rangers scarf. Okay, uh, great. Um, so, you know, Logan, Jeremy, uh, how are you doing? super great yeah um i'm I'm doing pretty good super good all right well that's really great to hear you know i i just want to you know check in again um what were you doing that night jeremy had said previously that he'd lost his memory but i had a hunch that he was lying so i decided to test him gave him a little lie of my own I, uh, I found police records saying that you remember everything from that night just fine. So, Jeremy, what actually happened? You, you, you want to know? Yeah, no, yes, please. Listen, nothing, nothing surprises me. I, I, I I promise. <laughs> I'm not easily surprised. I'm not, you know, uh, I'm not the kind of guy to get surprised.
3: I I started the fire. I, I chucked a cigarette and it it started the fire. Listen, I, I know, I'm sorry, but it went out anyway, so I, I said I'm sorry and it went out. Who cares?
0: You got lucky.
3: Do you say your name again? So, as always, I'm Bobby York. Have you been? What's wrong? What?
0: What's going on? Uh, no, no, nothing's wrong. You're, uh, sorry, you're good. Uh, I just heard you on Boo's podcast. So
3: uh, I knew about Boo's podcast, but he, he hasn't
0: invited me on yet. Uh, he recorded you without your consent last week. So. Recorded me doing what? Talking, just just talking. Yeah, no. Um, he talked to you about what you did the night Alaska died. Uh, and you gave him a different answer from what you said to me. Oh, that is that.
3: Right, right. Uh, I I didn't tell you. Uh, so so I don't remember the conversation, and so I don't remember the the answer. But I'm assuming it's it's. I'm assuming it's, I I remembered something, something that I forgot I remembered, and you're, you're going to think this is interesting. Uh, so on that night that Alaska died, uh, I was drawing demon sigils. I was out in the greenhouse, I was drawing demon sigils. Bobby, what are you talking
0: about? You, out of nowhere, just remembered that you were drawing demon sigils? In the greenhouse, yeah okay well okay uh, did you see anyone else there no did you hear anyone else there no I did not all right um then okay why did you draw the symbol of a demon uh, how how did you do it did you make it out of uh, did you did you make it out of a- animal bones
3: or no 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 no, no. I, I I just drew it with a stick just right there in the okay. dirt um, it's all it is really is just a message to a specific demon when you need. That demons mm-hmm. help with something Uh, so I right. specifically I was calling on Forcus looking for Protection, uh, protection okay. from uh, Okay, you know, uh, I don't, people I, who been attacked I really Don't want to
0: hear about this, so, thank you Th- Thank you, uh, Thanks, you yeah, know, that's That's all that I wanted to know about, okay You can keep the rest to yourself <laughs> <laughs> Okay, um, and you were there Since, since when? Since, like, after the explosion Right, and, uh When did
3: you leave? Well, I I left when I heard the people screaming. Uh, It's it's around when Emma and Joe found Alaska.
0: I didn't even know where to fit in Bobby's story. I don't know how true it is. I don't seem to recognize him. Still, I wasn't done. We still had our final two suspects: Glory Johnson, and then Boo Curtis. I headed to Glory's house, where she now lives with her parents and her younger sister. That younger sister, Ruby, met me at the door and she brought me inside. We found Glory in her room, lying down on the carpet. She had her arms spread out unnaturally as she stared at the ceiling. Could you state your name, please? you say Glory? Please. Glory. Could you state your name, please? Glory. Then, Glory's sister spoke up.
4: She won't respond if you talk to her. She could say something that's helpful to the investigation, but she doesn't respond to external stimuluses most of the time. The only way she'll help you is... If we wait for her to say something important.
0: How long has she been like this?
4: She was missing for two years, so we don't necessarily know.
0: And, uh, what did the doctor say happened to her, exactly?
4: She probably had a stroke at some point. Um, Can I get you anything to drink?
0: Uh, I'm good. Uh, Thank you, though. Thank you. How much does she move around?
4: Um... It happens randomly. She seems to know that things are around her in some kind of way, because she doesn't walk into walls. Um, she knows how to go to the bathroom, but I have to help her get started, or else she doesn't do it. Does she eat? Yeah. So she can see. Um, she's doing mimicry. Um, she does all things without thinking about the thing she's actually doing. Let me show you. I'm gonna show her the brush. Okay. I'm gonna show her how to use it. Now I'm handing it to her. And now, is she gonna do it? There you go.
0: She's brushing her hair. Okay. You know, uh, her hair is short. Have you noticed that? Yeah. Um,
4: Oh. um, Yeah. Huh.
0: Did you cut her hair that short?
4: No, um, she did. Two years ago. Um, I guess Boo cut it again.
0: Yeah. Have you heard Boo's podcast?
4: Yeah, um he sent me the link for the episode Glory was in.
0: So do you think it's real?
4: Hmm. I mean, I guess not. I'm biased. Um I'm not gonna be super helpful. It'd be really nice for me if Glory was special. I hated glue sticks when I was little. I thought they were smushy and gross. There <laughs> that could mean something right?
0: Yeah. Maybe. I stayed for a little while longer, but Glory didn't say anything particularly helpful. Eventually, she stood up, walked in a circle, and laid down again. Ruby walked with me to the front door. And that's when I remembered I had never asked about Alaska's passing. Ruby, um. uh, I have a difficult question to ask you, so. Uh, you dated Alaska, right?
4: Yeah, um, we were boyfriend and girlfriend. He had a few girlfriends, though.
0: Girlfriends in the romantic sense, yeah? Okay, um, did Glory seem upset that you were dating Alaska?
4: Yeah, um, he was too old for me. I didn't know that, you know, at the time, she wanted me to break up with him.
0: Would she have done anything about it?
4: I don't think she would have killed him about it, but Alaska and me had a difficult and complicated breakup, and I think Glory could have killed him for that.
0: That's really good to know. Uh, you're saying that makes a big difference in my mind, so thank you, uh, um, sorry, uh, okay, um... Do you have any ideas about what Glory or Alaska were doing that night when everybody split up?
4: Yeah, um, apparently Alaska was with Emma Wooten most of the time. I don't know about Glory. Glory's necklace was found buried nearby, though, um, nearby where Alaska's body was found. I don't have the necklace anymore. I-I gave it to Joe.
0: So let's just go over this. What did you all run from? What interrupted the party?
1: A flashbang. Fireworks.
0: A flashbang. Uh, there were these fireworks.
1: There's probably a kilo
2: of elastic ponytail holders at the bottom of the Atlantic somewhere.
0: Who started the fire?
2: Emma. It was Glory, or
1: Bobby, or, I don't know, maybe a different friend of Glory?
0: I did it. It a- 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 B- beats me.
1: It's all wound up
0: inside now. Where were you?
1: The greenhouse. The greenhouse.
3: The greenhouse. I was in the
0: greenhouse.
1: How many bones are in the human body? I'm not asking to be weird. I
0: just need it for a test. Did you see anyone else at the greenhouse? No. No?
3: Probably not.
0: I saw Joe. She was praying.
2: I had a magic Said, try
0: again later. Do you have anything helpful that you can tell me? I don't
3: I
5: I don't have a
3: lighter.
2: Never have podcast
3: real? Yeah. Yep. Probably. Yeah.
2: Good kitty. Mmm.
0: It's probably safer to say that Glory's voice in the episode is real, and that her word vomit is a reflection of serious neurological disorder. Assuming this is really Glory, there is a very strong chance that Boo has something to do with Glory's disappearance. Boo may have had access to Glory all this time, and after digging into his his, uh, sick imagination, he staged this twisted drama in order to wash his hands of Glory's disappearance. Over and over, he keeps creating episodes to proclaim his innocence in Alaska's death. And now, he's proclaiming his innocence in Glory's disappearance. I said my thank yous and goodbyes to Ruby. I went home. And I lay down in bed for an unrestful night. The next day, I went to meet with him, Alaska's brother primary suspect, Boo Curtis. It was a chilly morning waiting for the Long Island Railroad. I was struggling to tuck my coat sleeves into the ends of my gloves for how the cool breeze chilled every inch of my skin. And then I gazed down along the platform. I saw one man, one solitary man, hopping off a shining silver train car. He paused along the yellow bumped line on the ground just to look at his phone, and it was Boo Curtis, with the blondest hair, making him the spitting image of his brother. Below a beanie, his hair fell into his face, golden, glinting with lamp and sunlight in the smoky grey of the day. He was bundled up tight, wearing a brown peacoat and a thick scarf wrapped around many times, burying him up to his chin. The phone in his hand connected to a set of bulky headphones, dark grey. The long curling bangs, the big scarf, the heavy headphones all framed his face, which was completely covered. His blonde bangs only fell over a dark set of ski goggles, apparently uh, worn specifically for the pandemic. A cloth mask covered his nose and mouth. And he looked so extraordinarily ordinary, just waiting at the train station, looking down at his phone. Hey, boo?
5: Oh, uh, one sec, sorry.
0: He slid his headphones down to sit around his neck, straining around the thick layers of his scarf. Yeah, hey, what's up? Hey! Uh, yeah, what's up? I'm Detective Denver. Uh, thank you so much. I, I really appreciate you, you know, taking the time out of your day to come meet me. It's really
5: yeah, no worries. I had to come here to pick up art supplies anyway.
0: So, uh, what's up? Um, so I want to be respectful about you, what you want to do. Um, would you be okay going indoors? Or if not, that's fine.
5: The, yeah, why would I feel bad about going inside?
0: I just thought you know uh want to be careful about the the pandemic and all.
5: Right. Yeah. Um whatever is fine. Maybe outside then. Uh, there are benches over there if that's okay with you.
0: Were you close with your brother?
5: Ha. <laughs> oh. Uh, got it. Uh, uh,
0: I, I see you're, answer. you're
5: tensing up a bit. Uh,
0: what are you thinking about? Yeah,
5: I'm just surprised at the complete and utter lack of foreplay. Fine, though. Cool, cool, cool. Very good.
0: Behind his dark goggles and the thick cloth mask at his nose and mouth, his expression betrayed nothing. It was the goggles in particular that made it troubling. I had a person to interview. And I couldn't measure what to do,
5: how to respond. Cool. Let's just talk about Alaska. Let's get to it. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, of course we are. I thought, you know, I thought this was understood. Uh, sorry. Very good stuff. Let's get
0: at it. All right. Great. Uh, how, about, how about we just start with some int- introductions first? That was a little abrupt on my part. Uh, can you please state your name?
5: Yeah. <clears throat> uh... My name is Boo Curtis. And what do you do? Are, are you a student? No, I have a, a job. Yeah? What kind of... I scoop of- frozen yogurt uh, for a living. And they gave me just enough money to eat food long enough to make it to my next shift, scooping frozen yogurt. Gotcha. It <laughs> sounds rough. <laughs> no, it's great. Couldn't you tell from my description? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, do you have any hobbies? Let's do. You know, I'm starting to understand why you skipped the foreplay. You're not very good at this, huh? Oh, right. Well, <laughs> art. Art is something I do. Okay. Sorry. That was rude. Um, no. I paint and I sleep and just whatever else I feel like doing usually what I do yeah sure yeah I, I totally get that uh, well
0: uh, all right um, let's talk about this so uh, I'm familiar with the podcast you've been doing oh cool. and I know you're familiar with my podcast
5: so I am
0: you know yeah so so we've already heard from each other quite a bit and I, I think it's fine we just <laughs> we just you know level with each other and just just talk about that if you
5: yes two of us moving forward having both heard each other's podcasts let's do that that's what's happened right yeah you okay um you've heard my podcast
0: right of course (laughs) hear me
5: certainly yes okay yeah my podcast hear me where i talk about the death of your brother so i'm having a hard time perceiving if you're picking up on my sarcasm so i'm just gonna be clear i have no fucking clue what you're talking about all right i was not picking up on your sarcasm i'm just gonna be honest with you there um okay great okay so let me just lay it out i have no clue who you are uh from the thing you're saying it sounds like you're kind of famous which, like, good for you. It seems like it's giving you a lot of confidence to I, ask I really invasive questions. But <laughs> I don't know who you are or what you want. So maybe you get to it. Uh, okay. Um,
0: I'm just going to get to it then. <laughs> with My my simple questions. Uh, so we have the same podcast. That is what I was asking for. Right. No, I'm speaking. Yeah, okay. Uh, so we have the same podcast network. Um, we're posted at... As the same podcast on every podcasting website. Uh,
5: Very cool. I don't post my podcast; I just make it. Okay. The the Ghost Factory people post it for me.
0: Yes, so. yeah the the Ghost Factory. Yes, that's also my network. Okay, making progress here. Um, so they're posting our podcasts together, as if they were companion pieces, uh, like their sister podcasts. Huh. So let me just see if I'm getting this right. right. Uh, let let me just get this straight out. On your own time, right, two years later, completely unprompted, uh, you started a program about looking into the death of your brother. Two years later, right? Uh, And nobody influenced you. You didn't know anything about, hear me but even, you know, <laughs> uh, it was just what you decided to do, you know, on a random night at a party.
5: That's right. Yeah. A- am I mischaracterizing you or bad? Yeah, that's pretty much how it happened. I I'm sorry if that's ego bruising. I'm just original. No, yeah, definitely come off as original
0: <laughs> for sure. Thank you. Uh, and, and then you decided to release it. Uh, for no reason at all, you know, in the first week of October. And you had no knowledge of
5: my program or anything of that sort. I mean, I released it the first week of October because that was around Alaska's death anniversary. So it's not like it was for no reason, but none no no yes. you gave me. Right. No, yes. Yeah, right. Okay. Okay, cool. And I uh,
0: just want to be totally... You expect me to believe that? I mean, come on, Uh, I'm sorry, but that's, with all due respect, uh, that's, that's just a little, a little hard to believe, you know, I think
5: you can understand where I'm, I'm coming from on this, and, uh, I do, I do, I do understand where you're coming from, and with all due respect, I don't give a fuck what you believe, I already talked to you people two years ago, I told you everything that I know, uh, this is just annoying, so, Yeah. All right, well,
0: uh, by you people, I assume you're talking about law enforcement. I'm not with the police, all right? Uh, I actually consider myself the opposite of the police. <laughs> I work for a private agency. Uh, I don't have any police documents. I don't have anything, right? I have word of mouth, people's words, and some other things. And I I just need to check and double-check where everybody was.
5: It's just the long and yeah. short of it. It is, it is calming to find out that you're from the private sector. Wait, hold on. Who's paying you?
0: Who's, who's paying me? You, uh, you're, that's... Yeah, who's, who is paying yeah, me? Yeah, you're a yeah.
5: private detective. You don't work for free.
0: Mm-hmm.
5: So someone's paying you to look into the death of my brother. So who is it?
0: Right, yeah, no, yeah. So, uh, so generally, I don't dis- disclose that kind of information.
5: <clears throat> Your parents are paying me. Do this fucking a man god damn it fucking figures i guess that makes sense
0: it doesn't really right, matter
5: well. right though so. oh well you must be making just a shitload of money then huh well, fucking figures <laughs> i don't i don't like to talk cash but uh okay so it i personally care about who killed your, your brother it's not about the money Right. Right. Right, right, right. You would still be doing it if you weren't getting paid. I believe that in full. Don't even trip. Uh, I gotta so, go buy some paints, and I know my rights. I'm not legally required to talk to you. So, I guess I'll just see you later, then.
0: Just gonna call my assistant real quick. Hey, Abby? Yeah, uh, uh, I'm in Port Washington, I'm considering punching a man in the throat. Yeah, uh, in broad daylight. No, no, no issue there. Yeah, yeah. Could you stop me from doing that? Yeah, great. All right, see you in a bit. Okay, bye. Okay. Okay.
6: So thank you. Finally, here we are. My name is Cameron LeBron and I am the creator of Drinking With Ghosts and Hear Me. So I am going to tell you all about all of the wonderful people who put their hearts into this series. But first, let me tell you, this is not the end of the series. Listen to the Drinking With Ghosts finale. Trust me, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be the first one to tell you this Hear Me finale. Was a little messy. Let's be honest about it. Let's all be honest about it. But I trust me. Listen to that drinking with ghosts finale. You will enjoy it. You will enjoy it. Um, and this is not the end of the story either. Let me tell you before I get to those fun credits. Um, this is yeah. It is. It is a predecessor. Keep keep on listening. You know, keep listening. Listen to drinking with ghosts the finale. And when you get to the end of that episode, there will be something very special waiting for you. Something very special. So please do check that out now. I'm going to tell you all about these credits. So Hear Me was produced by our group, The Ghost Factory. The show was written and directed by me, Cameron Lebron. Um, the art was done by Locke Hart. That's the photograph that you see Very beautiful knife. Uh, this series starred TJ Shepard as Denver. Joey Garber as Boo. Julia Asami Smith as Joe. Nathan Smith as Logan. Hannah Sayer as Emma. And Kyle Parker as Bobby. Bella Wynn was Glory. And Adriana Womble was Ruby. Other voices were provided by Vic Recky, Anna Supe, Justin Sun, and Mel. I am so sorry, Mel, that I do not have your last name written down anywhere, and I will put it in the description. I will correct that issue. That is terrible. You need to be uh, credited properly. Um, so, uh, sound design for the vast majority of this series was done by the amazing Lydia Hamovich. Uh, sound design for this episode was done by Peter Havron. Over the course of the series, some people have assisted me with audio editing. Those would be Kyle Parker, Ariel Waxman, and Justin Sun. Uh, Julia Asami-Smith assisted with the organization of cast and crew. Many of the concepts found throughout the series were brainstormed by T.J. Shepard, Bella Wynn, Kyle Parker, and Joey Garber. A lot of the most beautiful music was done by The Color Negative, and the original music was done by yours truly. Uh, except that there is a beautiful theme song That you are hearing right now And that was done by Reed Mathis um, Thank. You. That was not for us It exists It's a beautiful song Listen to it um, Thank you to Lockhart Our correspondent for All Things Supernatural And Elise Our correspondent for All Things Forensic uh, something quick I'd like to note before we get to the end here. This series may be taken down in September. When it's off of podcasting services, you can still find it on YouTube, on our channel actually named Hear Me. And you will have to look up, you know, Hear Me Week 1 or whatever. That might be easier to find it because it is not the most specific name thank you so much for listening and you know go check out Drake with ghost this is not the end of our journey together go check it out thank you goodbye